Ashley and I upgraded our wild camping to the caravan last night. We're so posh. We watched The Martian and it went on a bit late, so he's still sleeping now. No plans to wake him up just yet, although having said that, I'm recording the uh, the audio and he's wobbling in his sleeping bag, so I think I'm disturbing him. Uh, but there's a warm, sweet cuppa shedding heat by the minute next to his head. So if you want that, Ashley, yeah. it's right by your head in your Darth Vader mug. Okay, mate. What Darth Vader mug? Right there on the side, look. There. <laughs> Enjoy that, mate. Gabby and I ventured out on the long walk we'd planned yesterday. After so long having not met up with anyone else outside my own family, it felt a bit odd at first, almost like we were breaking the rules. But how lovely it was to get out for a really long walk. I think we were out for four hours in total, exploring the lanes and field margins of West Suffolk and soaking up the sunshine. I soaked up a bit too much and have a very sore and red noggin. The wildlife was incredible. Gabby nearly stepped on a grass snake and we saw butterflies galore, a moth which we had to look up, a couple of hedges full of brown-tailed moth caterpillars, a roe deer, a buzzard, a kestrel, a jay, white throats in abundance, and either a blackbird or a starling doing an incredible mimic of a nearby household's telephone. It snowed too. A salix snow. The seeds of the willow had made an incredible, almost fairy-like carpet of tiny, fluffy seeds. It were reek good. It was so nice to get so much exposure to the air, too. I hope to get out again on a similar walk soon. So good for the soul. So, so good. After a little lunch and a bit of a snooze, Ashley and I headed out with Dash, and he climbed his favourite tree as ever. Uh, that's Ashley, not Dash. Um, I love that walk more than anything. He's my dude, and I love him without measure. Meanwhile, Linda was making some awesome progress with the vegetation in the garden. Tomato plants, cosmos, osteospermum, the goldenrod. A few of the leafy lovelies that will grace our garden this year. And to top it all, we had barbecued chicken for tea. Possibly my favourite barbecued food. And given that we'd failed on the home cook front the day before, I made sure that we coated the chicken in a tikka masala baste to make up for the non-curry we should have had on Saturday. Changing plans on the hoof is something I really like doing. I'm comfortable with it. Now, it just doesn't matter if you plan to do one thing and end up doing another. Getting comfortable with that kind of thing may sound trivial and perfectly normal to some of you, but I know that you might find that having your plans interrupted is a real trouble. Maybe you've planned to finish a particular task or start a new one or had plans to go on a fantastic holiday this year and have had to change that for a staycation instead. Maybe the chicken you planned for dinner today wasn't defrosted. None of that really matters. There's always something else you can do instead. Maybe you make that meal with extra veg rather than chicken or that holiday you would have gone on to would have actually been the one where half the family was struck with an awful bug and you've dodged a pretty horrid time. Perhaps not finishing that job you really wanted to finish today has meant that you can make a phone call to your mum or dad instead. I guess I'm just pointing out that if you really get disappointed because something you had planned can't be as you'd hoped, 
consider the opportunity that it gives you instead, rather than the loss of the opportunity to do the thing that you'd originally intended to do. If you can't change the situation itself, rather than allowing all that negative energy to make you dwell on the disappointment, how about using your positive energy to change how you respond to it? Now, go and grab today with both hands and make it a good one. Big love.